This week on the Push Blake Podcast, of course we've got a protein review coming up. We also ask, Daniel, what is the best exercise for fat loss? And we discuss after grass or parallel, really. Also, we go into a bit of a deep dive about pro sport versus gem pop careers. And we'll probably do a bit of a longer show on that at some point. Alright. Three, two, one. No guests this week, Daniel. What's going on? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tombo. What's going on? What do you mean, mate? I'm a guest. I'm always a guest. I, just I mean, yeah. You, you just turn up, mate. Just I'm like, guest all the turn time. the you camera do all the hard work. on. Yeah. Dan was complaining that, I'm sorry, guys, that I didn't put like the, the hundreds of millions of messages that I got that uh, the podcast wasn't up in time. I mean, they were literally coming Awful in, in their ones and twos. Because um, <laughs> obviously we were Thursday and then guess what? I'm actually working during lockdown. I mean, world's smallest violin. Um, yeah. We need a little sound soundboard, mate. Um, that yeah. could be your job. You can mate, edit it in, mate. That could be your job. Edit it. You don't do anything. Edit it in. Hey, Come on. Jesus Christ. Uh, Last thing you want to do is watch <laughs> this back again. <laughs> I, I don't want to watch this again. Gee. Um, yeah, sorry. Sorry, it came. I basically left it till like the Sunday because um, I was, I think we talked about it extensively. We are currently filming quite a lot of content um, with Mr. Gordon Greenhorn um, and our merry band, Luke, Joe, Patrick. Um, yeah. The other couple of models off the top of my head. I can't remember their names. I'm incredibly sorry. Uh, so rude, Tom. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, but yeah, apologies. I was tired. <laughs> I, I, was went like, there, I went to, I went to share it. it to my story. I had a bit of content written out, ready to go for it. And then no, I wasn't there. I was like, oh, I have to wait. I now. was I tired. I wasn't was fitted tired. in with anything I've talked about on my stories or my posts. So I'm just like, oh, I'll leave it off. But uh, maybe I'll do yeah. something about it tomorrow. But um, I no. was tired. It's, it's a weird one though, I think we've um, just on that, like with content, I know we talked about obviously in depth with content last week and stuff like that, but like I have to say it's, it's one of those things that it's okay to have peaks and troughs in it. I think sometimes I don't, I don't want people to ever get caught up in the whole like have to post every day all the time on sort of stuff. I know some people listening will be post people who post content and stuff and I, I, I'm genuinely one of these people who I have to have a brainwave or some sort of creativity or desire to post. I think I can't just create content out of thin air and just post it. I think if it comes across that I'm bored of it and I don't not interested in it, it's not going to come across very well on, on, on Instagram, whatever. I'd much rather focus on quality over quantity. And I think, I think Gordon's the same. I know from, from seeing his Instagram recently, but, um, but yeah, recently I've been, we've been like, like you just said there when you're really busy with work, and you kind of like the whole reason you post content is to get more work. Usually that's kind of how it works. <laughs> yeah. And like when you're really busy with client work and you're really busy with stuff, uh, it kind of takes a bit of a backseat and, and that's okay. And I just think it's important that sometimes people don't get lost in the rat race of trying to post content. We were talking about just before we came on air. People are just constantly looking for more likes, more views, more this, more that viral video. And it's like, if you're busy working with clients, you don't need a viral video because you're busy working with clients. Like it's, it's one of those things I think people seem to forget that like that should always come first. And if you don't post a bit of content one day, cause you've had a, you know, you've had an eight or five day working online with clients. That's okay. Don't feel bad. Don't feel like you have to post something. It's really yeah. obvious when people just post something for the sake of it. Um, you know, I, I think anyway, to, to me it is. And if there's people that are posting twice a day, once, twice a day, I, how busy are they? They're either not that busy or they're at that point where they're that busy that they're paying someone else to do it for them. 
tell you that now. Like they're the two things that you have to think about. Um, so yeah, anyway, I just thought I'd mention that because I feel like at the moment I post like on my grid anyway, once every two or three days, maybe rather than every day. And then on my stories recently, I've just been real quiet because I'm just not really that, I'm not seeing anything that's pissed me off that much. <laughs> so I kind of don't really talk about it. <laughs> I've been sharing bits and like funny bits and stuff, but I haven't really been on there and been like, oh, so hey guys, here's a real cool hunger hack for you. Cause I just haven't been thinking about that sort of stuff recently. Here's, so here's a real cool hunger hack. You've never done that. Gee, here's a real I've cool hunger that, hack. That, that, you know what I mean? Cool that whole thing hack. people do get on their your, stories. Get your fridge <laughs> door closed. That's your hunger yeah, hack today. Yeah. Uh, that would, it would just be sarcasm and that's about it yeah um, it's also funny how as well like we were talking before about how your content does sort of mature as well it changes so what now my content i don't really post like oh yeah hunger hacks or like protein sources because it's like it's not really where my clients are i just post a bit more about results and i like to think some funny shit but uh, you know that's kind of where it's at right something now. makes you laugh mate there's got to be someone else that's got the same humor there's got to be someone else that's got no sense of humor <laughs> boring like me surely um <laughs> so yeah it's it's funny it is funny mate um but yeah you have a good week you have a good week i mean sorry it no, was mate, only just... thursday since i spoke to you so that because of yeah i took kind of like dan was so tired after that gg podcast he didn't even stick around for a little little chat afterwards he was just like see you know. and to be fair i was seeing gordon i was i was with gordon at 8 a.m the next day so i was just like see you later mate i'm not sort of speaking to that yeah, accent anymore everyone needs to everyone needs to be <laughs> off, but, um, yeah so we had i had the house move last Last, not this weekend, just gone the weekend before. I had the house move. So this weekend, I literally was just like, I took a bit of time off because I just needed it. And yeah, um, yeah. on Sunday, I, I'm not very good at taking time off. I sat there on the sofa and like I was watching bits and bobs on TV. And then every so often, I'm like, right, I can do that now. I can do that. And I'm not very good at just sitting down and doing nothing um, at all, really. So kind of did bits and bobs. But then I felt felt better this week. So did a bit of content today and did some some ideas or some emails. Again, I've not been sending emails recently. Um either which has been a, is a bit of a pain but um because i do miss doing that but again you have to have time and you have to have headspace and a, a, a passionate topic to talk about and i just didn't really because i think because the move and everything it's just taking its toll but um I mean, so i've been trying to catch up a bit of sleep su- such a grand job like in if i wouldn't know anything better bear in mind dan's moved to like about two doors down um it looked like in the same place yeah like... exactly there you go you <laughs> that's that's the beauty of it it's literally literally looks uh looks the same because it's a, a, a fairly new build with the same doors and the yeah. same white walls so we're all good um so no it's it's weird when, it's you, when well. you go into like what is a new build so i've been to one of my clients houses previously so pre-covid and i was like i know these doors i was like this is my old flat i was like <laughs> these doors the exact same doors on yeah. a build that was new like way back when i was like ah yeah these are really heavy doors like yeah great i was like they're really heavy uh, <laughs> Five doors, probably. Really, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um yeah how they move around but yeah good week we're yeah. day two we've recorded two full days of ptc core working title um if anybody wants to tell us what the actual title is going to be um we're kind of pitching around with that because pt core we kind of like don't really know what that means um yeah. All the competitors seem to be like PT Advanced Level Four, PT this, and we're like, oh, I don't know what to call it. We're just like, call, just it, call like it Level Twenty Eight or something. Just like, call it the course you should fucking do after your Level Three, um, basically. It's like, if you yeah, want to, actually if, 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 PT if you don't want to be in the ninety percent of the statistics, do this one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's being it. out of the industry, but it's not quite as catchy title. 
Um, <laughs> we just call it the ten percent. Ten percent. Or in there, or you could call it like the, the the plus nineteen k gang or something like that. You know? <laughs> something, yeah, yeah, something Basically, real catchy, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. Um, yeah, how to, no, we'll just call it six figure fit, fit, fit pro automatic. That'll work. That'll work. Hey, based on most PTs well. nowadays, mate, you could call it five figure fit pro. Fucking hell, oh, yeah. the way some PTs are these days, mate. It's uh, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, Back it's it's on. an interesting one. It's an interesting one. We've had a, quite a few questions in like the mentoring group me and Mike about about stuff and people are, are just really I suppose not scared no, they are scared I think they're scared of putting their own personal twist on things and I think that's what separates people who know in that level of PT and is that they just do like three sets of 10 I got another client a new client started again not that long ago and he sent me through his old plan and it was literally three sets of 10 everything I was just like are we still really at this point like and <laughs> You know, I, I just think people, yeah, just people need to think for themselves and just be brave and just put your own spin on shit. Like, I just feel like when you read someone's posts, like when you read my posts, you could probably, you probably read it in my voice. So it probably be easier to, to kind of Me. get what I'm trying when to I say. I read your posts. Not you, you posts. don't read my posts. You don't read them. No. <laughs> I mean, people listen it. Um, I, and, uh, I think people are, yeah, people are so well, afraid to like use their own like language or what they would say or their own thoughts or viewpoints they just want to put the facts in or the science or whatever it is. And they're just almost too afraid to give their opinion. And it's like every single person that you follow that's big in the industry gives their opinion, whether it's right no. or wrong. Look at Joel Seedman, completely batshit <laughs> crazy, gives his opinion, but people like it. Um, uh, uh, it just I annoys just, me. I, I, for, for every, with him, I mean, people must be following him right now. We've talked about it. He's been like the, the theme. There's always, there's always one like fit pro celeb I swear we kind of fixate on every six months that we're like look at this guy remember, remember way back when we had like functional patterns I wanted oh, that pop, fictional that patterns. Pop, <laughs> it popped up on my like Facebook how I made a post about something about him oh. like uh, you were talking about this four years ago I was like fuck me is he still a thing Jesus Christ. I was about to say, I haven't seen that guy for ages. I, I, any of his I, think stuff. He, I think he's mainly on Facebook. I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook apart from in these little groups that I have to, I kind of have to talk about. You know? um, but yeah, I don't know if it's a thing. Functional patterns, look it up. Uh, well, well, so it's interesting talking about like that three sets of 10 kind of thing. So obviously we've got the supportive learning group that's going through their level twos and their level threes right now. And uh, idiots that uh, it, it's, it's slightly painful so obviously I took the tutor group this week and there's there's a couple of things that I had to talk about. Um, and this kid, the, the name V-Shred kept on coming up in the chat. Um, I'm sure you know who that is, don't you? Um, from, yeah. from, from that, what do you think we were talking about? Body type. Um, yeah, somatotypes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I was like, FYI, guys, you can be any one of these you kind of like. Because um, obviously yeah. I use the example that's in the book. It was like, what is somebody who is more predisposed to fat and is really good at the shot put and the hammer throw? I was like, why are endomorphs really good at shot put and hammer throw? <laughs> I was like, you mesomorphs can be excellent. I would probably categorically say mesomorphs are really good at shot put and hammer throw. Um there's plenty of what is factoring endomorphs that have no athletic ability whatsoever. And guess what? If they've got quite a small frame, they could probably shift that ton and be uh, ectomorph. It's the long, skinny one. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, yeah. I guess I'm, just... I'm classed as an ecto, I think, I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit on my skinny. Probably... 
something. No. I don't know what I'd be classed in as. In between Ecto and Miso, I think, or or I think probably fine. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably be like a. I'd probably be like a, its own new one that no one's ever heard of before. Average, um, average, basically. I'm just average of all three. <laughs> he's a moron, that guy. But uh, <laughs> he's you know, a moron. It comes back. Because that's the same thing, though. If you talk passionately enough about something, people will believe it, and 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 you know, it's that's just good sales and marketing. And this is the problem: is that a lot of PTs, you know, we've had it in the, in the mentoring group, but I know a lot of PTs and coaches, they they look at people like that and they go, "Oh yeah, look at them selling the selling the, the lies and all this sort of stuff." I was like, "Yeah, but they're selling it. You're not. You're not selling anything." You're just going, you're just posting content and hope people come and, and ask you for, for PT. You've got to sell to people. You've got to you do it in your way and you can do it in the right way. But ultimately, these guys are selling to people. They're doing the sales. They're doing the marketing. And PTs and online coaches need to look at what all these people are doing and take the good bits from it and use it for themselves. You can't sit there and moan because they're putting themselves out there. Yeah, okay, you might not be able to afford to put out YouTube ads, but you can be more passionate about how you say stuff and you can start selling and saying, look, I can help you do this. I can help you achieve this. People just think that they can throw up a a transformation and people are going to flock to them. So that's not how it works. You've got to touch on pain points. You've got to get dive deep into that person and sell to them in the right way, in your way. And that's what these people do. They sell to them. They sell them shit. They sell shit in a can. Of course they do. But... They, you know, they keep doing it, and they've got the the budget to to then put adverts on and stuff like that. And I think if you're one of those people that sits there looking at those people going, "Oh, look at them! They're they're big. They're on the selling shit. Look at what they're doing well. They're they're making it sound exciting for a start. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, So start doing that. It's, that, start, it's I like, like I like the Kino Kino body. It's a cool one. Go look at. He's like, oh, look at this car. Look at this house I've rented today as well <laughs> I'm like, you don't yeah, do that, do you? <laughs> he probably does now to be fair he probably yeah. does now to be fair but it's, it's <laughs> but it's it's just that whole thing of like it, people people personal trainers everyone needs to understand that when you're selling pt people want it to be exciting they don't want you to be like so we're going to spend 12 months just repatterning your squat movement no one wants to fucking hear that they don't <laughs> they want to hear how they're going to get ripped legs how they're going to feel great and they're going to lose body fat, whether you like Rip it legs. or not. Rip like, legs? Whatever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> who's, who's wanting that? But who it's like, it's like when we talk about we, with clients, why do they come back to you when they train with you? Because it's a good experience. It's not because you mm. give them three sets of 10 on back squat. It's not. Um, yeah. I, when, I, I'm oh yeah how, dare you, how, how dare you suggest I give back squats to people? Well, uh, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> not a tangent, but it's, it's not because of your expert programming. That's my point. Is it's not because how, of how the numbers you, and, the, how dare and the week. That's tw- literally yeah. it. That's literally know, it. blasphemy. I... <laughs> but this is the thing. But so many PTs and online coaches just do more qualifications in in further education and more science and more biomechanics and more this. And it's like there's a certain amount of that you need. After that point, go learn how to do sales. Go learn how to do marketing because that's the bit that everyone else you're talking about is really good at, and they're making shitloads of money and they're doing really well, and they're marketing shit. Move on, Dan. It's boring. All right, let's let's, let's talk about what we're going to talk people. about today. So we little rundown of the show. Obviously, we're going to do a protein review. Daniel, have you got any protein bars near you in the vicinity? Yeah, they're all you have. Me. Perfect. Good. Um, Dan is going to answer the the question that's on everybody's lips. Um, what is the best exercise for fat loss? So uh, skip forward if you don't want to hear protein view, but he will answer that question. Okay, he will. I will. Yeah every avenue he's gonna do a little bit of research he's he's typed away at it he's got a little bit of a research review i believe that he's just done he's uh, published it he sent it to me for what it would be a little bit of critical analysis and it's also peer reviewed because i'm his peer 
Um, so that should be good. <laughs> yeah. What is best exercise for fat loss? Hold on to your hats, guys. Um, then we have, uh, we're going to briefly touch on, because I think, I feel like we, we basically, but what happens before the show, if anybody's new to listen, like what's going on? Um, me and Dan generally chat and find out because we're friends believe it or not uh we find out what each other's been doing for the last week and then we what annoys us throughout the week and then we start to talk about the podcast um so we're going to talk about something that it cropped up in the my protein group that i'm lucky enough to be in um just to kind of act as a guiding light i like to think of myself i think when i speak just everybody listens or they kind of ignore um and down down yeah, I, I i wouldn't like it if it was on reddit because it would just get downvoted the whole time all my comments yeah i wish um, it kind of was now i, I wish we did have that on facebook to be honest on groups um yeah. <laughs> which is hence but we've uh we decided not to use facebook Ooh, for our new groupy stuff for ptc vetoed that my friends with a new some accounts yeah. exciting because we stopped uh, using it as well for we yeah. stopped we did it for our mentoring stuff we don't use it because it just we don't lost use it P- PTC, PTC collective members, supportive group members, get get ready for Discord. Go go and have a little hunt. Obviously, you use Slack, right? Yeah, <clears throat> you're a Slack man because uh, you, Dan's more corporate. We're more gamer, aren't we? So yeah, we're, yeah, we're only, cool. Only, we're probably not as many people as well. <laughs> like, so, it's probably yeah. a bit easier with forty people than it is four hundred or whatever. So yeah, we'll we'll we yeah, have separate channels and stuff like that. I use Discord quite a lot, so it's it's more a gamer. It's kind of cool. So yeah, um, and then we're going to talk a little bit into our careers, Dan, because it just kind of wound us up, you know. Because I got asked by Alec today about the what was formerly the ISSN diploma is now the IOP. I don't know bullshit nutrition thing. Um, I was like, what's the, would this be good to as a nutrition course? I was like, it's a cracking nutrition course if you want to work with. 0.2 percent of the population then crack on my friend um yeah. but if you don't then probably not probably not worth the free grand also the prerequisite of having a bachelor's degree um to get on it so that's 27 grand so 30 grand to do that crack, mm. crack on probably just do a bachelor's degree in nutrition um cheaper and then go do that at some point even uh, but we'll, we'll get into that we'll get into that later um why not um both me and dan both have further degrees so we can't really say anything like that <laughs> um yeah mate so we'll we'll go through that and well, we were going to talk about some other stuff but i feel like we've been rambling for about half an hour already mate um but yeah protein bars i'll let you select actually um so we're we've gonna, got different haven't we we're, we're not going to go in protein pantry this it seems a bit a bit ridiculous Ooh. so yeah i've still well, i've still got some protein pantry stuff um i have had the, the birthday cake um whilst i haven't actually i haven't tried the 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 marshmallow thing yet which i will do at some point um why don't you just try that instead why don't we just do that instead of well i think they need to be tried because they're that's important information because no one's going to buy this one are they this mountain <laughs> joe's protein flapjack well you gotta try it you gotta well, eat try it. it yeah but i think you should try the, i think you should try the protein pantry one because i haven't got the, okay. rep, the the replica of that so you should so we'll do one on one yeah so we'll yeah, do I'll, right. I've got we'll a, do that one. I've got Mountain Joe's protein flapjack. Then you can see that because the light's not really on it. There we go. Never seen these before in my life. Sticky toffee flavor. That was the um, point. It's got 266 calories and 11.7 grams of protein. So very poor choice for a protein bar. <laughs> a lot of the time with protein flapjacks, they are designed that way, where it's kind of like a bit of a 
It's supposed to be the flapjack with with an yeah. extra bit of protein, in it, but it's, it's just never a good idea, is it? It's never a good idea. Right, let me... Uh, All right, you're going to go into that. I've actually got to research on proteinpantry.com uh, um, because I'm going to have their marshmallow. I'm still annoyed because uh, I can't get the buttercups yet. Um Oh, hello, Daniel. The, as we record this show, the hazelnut buttercups are in stock. So that's getting bought in the middle of this show. Um, Jaffa cake. I kind of went off the Jaffa cake once. Cherry bakewell. I've not had that one. I'm, I'm just just buying on online. <laughs> going straight through this. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come in and out of this, and I'll, I'll just reserve my my spaces with some. Uh, with some buttercups and stuff. I've, I've, so I've the Mountain Joes, the Mountain Joes is bang average, completely well and truly bang average, as we expected it? it to be. Personally, wouldn't bother. Um, it's all right, but there's nothing special about it. I'm surprised we're even still in business. To be honest, I just had to check if you could even still <laughs> get them, because I can't believe that. I mean. Our story, protein millionaire, protein brownies. They do quite a lot. I just don't get the protein flapjack thing. I don't get it. It's not a protein bar. If I wanted a flapjack, I'd just get a better tasting flapjack with a protein shake. That's just how you would do it. I don't understand why you would do it any other way, to be honest. So that's annoyed me. Um, Like it's edible and I'll probably finish it only because I don't like wasting food. It's not any other reason. I just don't like wasting food. So, yeah. Okay, so slightly annoyingly, I'm going to try this uh, chocolate marshmallow thing from Protein Pantry. I went on their website. Looks good. They don't sell them anymore. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> so they're not on there. So this is a uh, podcast exclusive. Um, I feel like I need a spoon. You felt you need a spoon? It's, like, it's in a little tub. So you can see that. Oh, okay, yeah. It's almost a bit like they've tried to make like one of those Tunnock's tea cake things. Yeah, so it, it feels like I should have a spoon to get this out. But I'm I'm sorry for the audio show, but what audio show? Both shows, the video and audio have this. So what, what the, 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 the whole point of it, it was, it's like it's got like the biscuit, the jam, and then the marshmallow, yeah, like a tea so cake. So those of you that know Tunnock's tea cake. Tunnock's tea cake. Tunnock's tea cakes. I can't even cakes. say it properly. Daniel, lovely. <laughs> You know what I'm. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know Same I mean. thing. So I'm sorry, um, I can't really say uh, the macros of this. So Dan, talk about your tea cake. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the macros are. I don't know what. Uh, they are. But yeah, no anyway, way. I can't. I can't find them on the. Oh the yeah, website. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. My bad. Um, yeah. So they look like they're really good. I wonder if the protein there must be in the marsh. Can't be in the marshmallow bit. It must be in the biscuit bit because it wouldn't be. You wouldn't be able to do that, I assume. Uh, but literally, as we speak, I'm just ordering some more protein pantry. I've got two cherry <laughs> bake <bowls, laughs> two birthday cakes, and two of the hazelnut protein cups. So we'll see when they turn up. So hopefully by next week we'll have. Um, we've also got a special guest protein bar as well, which we will. Um, we which we will release next now. week. Huh? We're not, we're not doing that, that today. Though. No, no. We've got to wait until Tom's uh, Tom's turn up. Um, but we have got, um, as I said, some secret ones that someone has made for us, which Ooh. we'll be reviewing which very, very I soon. I think is, uh, yeah, heavily, I definitely think, yeah, I'd love that. If everybody wants to make us protein bars, then... Hey, basically, one of my clients, 
one of my clients has, has kindly given us i won't reveal the name or anything until we've we've tried them until we review them yeah. properly i need to get her to make an instagram page for them so that when we shout them out they goes it goes crazy <laughs> and she gets about 10 <laughs> followers um but yeah um i will i will release that nearer the time but what i will say all I will say is one of them is white chocolate and Biscoff. That's all I'm going to say. Also, what I'm also what I will say is I just got a random text from Dan pre-show. It was like, have you yeah. uh, had any protein bars sent through by this person? I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, thanks for giving my address out to what is basically to me a random stranger. Good. She's a random stranger to me as well, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, don't worry thanks. about it. I mean, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. That's why I always hey, feel like right, when you're when you're on a show, like or like the comedians, they people bring them stuff, and they're always like, "Thanks for the cake." And they walk off. They're like, "I'm not eating that." Like you're clearly insane. Um, yeah. So yeah, you can tell you like that. So well, this is the go, um, this is inside the. Oh uh, yeah, I can't really see it. Marshmallowy bits. Yeah, I'm probably. What we saying with the uh, thing? It's nice. It's good. So it's like it's it's got jam in it. It's got some jam. I'm not too jam sure. In it. Yeah, jam in it. Jam in and it. It's got like the marshmallow. It's not like an actual marshmallow. I feel like it's just like it's not even like a tea cake marshmallow. It's definitely more moist. If uh, I hope, mm. hope people are very adverse to that word. Um, and I, I like that word moist. It's very descriptive. Moist. moist. Everyone knows what moist is. Exactly. And if Whether people like it, or not, it doesn't this, matter. She can't stand me using the word moist. Um, so, moist. Yeah, crack on. Moist. Yeah. That what is word. wrong with things on moist? Like everyone knows <clears throat> what that is. I don't. And you understand. can kind of picture it and kind of feel it as well. You know, like yeah, you can feel that. You know that feeling of being moist. And as soon as you say moist, and probably as we say it during the show, people's people's mouths are salivating as well. That's what yeah, happens you, because yeah. they become moist. Moist. Um, yeah. Moist. Yes. Oh. So I I like it. It's good. It's a good. It's. I tell it's you what, nice... though, tell you what, one word that I would very rarely use to describe a protein bar is moist as well. So if it is moist. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, yeah. It's mo- moist and sticky. So, I mean, oh, mate, even better. <laughs> even better, moist and sticky. Because do you know what? This protein flapjack is anything but moist. So, <laughs> interesting. I don't get protein flapjacks, like I was saying before. I don't get them. 12 grams of protein. What is the fucking point to ruin yeah. the flapjack taste by trying to add protein to it? It's like, I don't get it. I just don't. So sticky toffee pudding. So it's pouring it. Um. So yeah, the the it's marshmallow like has marshmallow has like chocolate casing around it. Marshmallow inside, almost like a doughy texture as well. That's sticky and like some jam and some marshmallow. Um. It is lovely. It's quite nice. That's a good good little treat. That. Um. Again, sorry, I don't know the macros because they're not on the website anymore. Um. I would like to see Protein Pantry upgrade their website slightly. It's not I, I, the the load more. Just as an FYI, Protein Pantry, the load more button is probably losing you sales um, in terms of when you can't list all the protein bars on the on your yeah. phone. Um, just as a bit of a consumer advice, as we we do this in on our website as well because we have to have everything. It's like bam, it's there in front yeah. of you. The load more thing screwed me up i didn't order as much as i would have because i was like oh that's all they have i didn't even click on it and it because obviously it takes you straight to the checkout on that website once you click add to cart on your phone it takes you straight to the checkout so i don't even get to go back to what's going on so yeah just a little bit of a hiccup i'm sure they're doing incredibly well um basically just based i've just realized as well i just said on their website that there's some 
specific companies that sell protein pantry that they get yeah. exclusive protein bars for. I've never, I didn't even know that. Pretty cool, isn't it? Well, I need to go on them now because one of them is Biscoff Crumble. I know, no, yeah, yeah. I and then the other one that. is seriously Cinnabon. What? Hang on a minute. Why are they not on the main website? Why would that <laughs> not be? All right, so we got we got some we got some digging to do. But at the end of uh, protein review, I think that's a solid. I'm gonna give that an eight, eight to eight point five. I think I like that. Um, eight on that. And then you're giving you're giving what? I, I prefer. Oh, okay, that's not even I, a four. I prefer that. Not to even a Jaffa, four. I prefer that to the Jaffa cake one. Um, not even a four. That, that not even one, a four. Pretty flat drop. Also, I tried the birthday cake uh, middle of the week because obviously Gigi reviewed that for us. It is lovely. Literally a birthday cake. Mm. Literally. If they if you gave me a birthday cake of that protein bar, good. Like it. All right, mate. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be What a stupid later. supplement. This, this, this supplement stop. You have to send them your order by DM. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's awful, that. I mean, I mean, one of our things, obviously, we know this, Daniel, is uh, click. How many clicks does it take to purchase? And what is it? If it takes more than three, probably losing the customer. Um, every single time you create a click to barrier, people realize this click to barrier. That's what's annoying sometimes about the link tree and stuff like that. You like to click on the link mm. tree, then you click on that, and then you click through there. The chances are you're losing people as soon as you click. You don't, we do it on Amazon. That's why Amazon is so good. Swipe to purchase, and it's just it's done. Yeah, they like, also do the one click. There's a reason they do one, one click, click purchasing button. where you set up your thing and it's all your address and everything is done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like bingo. If you have to enter in like Chances are, if I'm entering in my thing and it's not on my card, like my Apple Pay thing, probably not buying it. No. As lazy as we are. <laughs> uh, true, but yeah. Especially things like that with protein bars and stuff like that. It's... Protein bars, yeah. Okay. So our, our, our thing for Protein Pantry, because we, we love your bars and we want you to sell them and be a little bit more, yeah, everywhere. Um, but yeah, sort out the, uh, the scrolling for load more and have more on the screen for your, uh, your phone. Uh, website i think would be what i would advise because i'm i'm a person that buys a i i think i almost exclusively buy stuff on my phone when i'm purchasing online mm. i brought my new macbook on my phone yeah i don't I, I do a bit of both i suppose i've got a desktop though so on my computer yeah you've got a, a desktop computer news. um and generally i still always my, laptop, my phone working. my my phone my internet on my phone is full of tabs though of things that i want like do you know and i'm Correct, like oh yeah, yeah i'm gonna make sure i get that make sure i get that yeah. <laughs> I think I, I actually reached the limit of tabs on my phone and it told me to, <laughs> it told, it told me to get rid of them. It was like, do you want to close all? I was like, yes, I do. Yes. I, it was something oh, barbaric, the, 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 like the number, because obviously you click think. on it, you just press the plus button and then it's just like streams of stuff. And then yeah, like every now and again, I'd go through, delete it, and like close stuff. And uh, yeah, it's like you already have no, it open. Couldn't have that. You're like you're like one of those people that's got their inbox at forty thousand on red. No, I don't do that anymore because that annoys me now. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but and also, but I don't like tabs on the laptop. Like I don't like it on the top. That yeah, because you can't me. see them on your phone. Because you I can't like, see them on your phone. Yeah, you can't see them. You're like, oh, there's something there. It's fine. Um, all right, moving on. So Dan, we've given given you time to think. What is the best exercise? I can't. The best. The best exercise 
for fat loss? It's obviously swimming, Tom. Everyone knows that. Swimming. Swimming. Swimming, swimming. apparently. No. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Basically, I saw this question the other day and it, it really pisses me off. It's like, so I, I came up with the exact same thing, question, but with a different, in a different space. It's like someone saying, which banknote makes you the richest? Which one? £20 note, £50 note, £10 note, £5 note. £50 note makes you the richest, doesn't it? What if you had 100 million £20 notes, but only 20 £50 notes? Exactly. It's just, it's just so nonsensical to say which exercise is best for, for fat loss or weight loss. It's just, it doesn't even come into the equation. You don't even need to exercise to lose weight. So what does it matter? And it's possibly the most asked question that I see in people's Instagram. So now when I do these questions, I don't really do question boxes anymore because basically when I put them up, people just take the piss at me, which I'm cool with. I'm absolutely fine with that. But sometimes people do them to try and get like content ideas and stuff. So now what I did, I just follow someone like James Smith and just see what question boxes he puts up. And someone asked that the other day and I was just like, in this day and age, people are just asking that question. And people forget, like you can lose weight lying in bed doing nothing. You can lose weight lying in bed doing nothing. Not even just weight, body fat, like actual body fat. Um, and people just seem to be so confused by this. And it's like been drilled into them that they have to do exercise to lose weight. You really don't. You don't have to at all. So just remember, whenever you think to yourself, what exercise is best for weight loss? Just ask yourself that question. What banknote is going to make me the richest? The answer will be depends on how many of them you have. Right. And then also depends on your definition of rich as well. Because to some people, it would be different. So to me, running a marathon once a week, right, would be hell on earth. To an ultra-endurance marathon runner, it would be fucking easy. So it all depends on the amount of exercise you currently do as to how much you might need to do to lose weight, or all, that, all those sorts of things. Your, your amount of calories you need to put to lose weight is going to be entirely dependent on you as an individual and will not be the same for everyone else. So just remember that. That's the state of the things. Like the amount of exercise, the amount of calories you need to take in is like how rich you define rich to be. And then the banknotes is just, well, it depends on how many of them you got. Exactly. Depends on how much you eat. Depends on how much training you do. End of discussion. Stop asking that question. It's annoying. And if you want to use that little analogy, just tag me in it. If you do use it in, on social media, just tag me. It's always nice. Um, I see it anyway, even if you don't say, so, because people send it to me and go, oh, look, it's copying you. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. But it's, it's like those analogies are useful, like because people understand that analogy. They don't understand it when they say when you go, well, it's all down to calorie balance and it's all down to, you know, how much you, your expenditure and your need on a dip. People don't get that. They don't know that. They don't want to know that. Speak to them in their language. A lot of people know about money. <laughs> so just say to them about money and go, which banknote makes the rich? They're going to look at you and go, what the fuck are you on about? You're crazy. And I'm like, yes, it's exactly the same question. You've just asked me only in terms that you understand um and then when you can explain they go well it depends and they go exactly and they go on depends on what how many of them you've got right exactly that question exactly the same thing say it back to them it's exactly the same with weight loss and how much you eat and all that sort of stuff calories anyway that's it that's all i wanted to say on the matter but yeah <laughs> me it's up. interesting it just yeah. winds me up just we're just getting get bitter in our old age now all these questions yeah, we are, but I just think we get it a lot of PTs. Like again, I, you see it, a lot of people go, "Oh, we're going to do a little like calorie burn at the end of the session." Why? Why? It's not a calorie burn. It's 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 for it's for health. It's for cardiovascular what, health. What, like you exercise for all the health benefits. <laughs> what are we doing for the last last forty five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> 
no, it's we just, weren't burning. It's just, we weren't burning calories then. Oh, right, okay, cool. Yeah, it just baffles me. <laughs> it's like you, you burn calories doing a fucking podcast. Like, oh, how many podcasts I have to do to lose weight? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> make any sense? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. I don't know. I just find it frustrating, and I think people get sold all the lies by people about exercise. What the best one is to lose weight? Hit list. Neither. Do none of them. You can still lose weight. Easy. Do the one you um, like. Life's too short. Well, that's it. Is yeah. I just it's you know you see people putting themselves through hell with exercise because they've heard it's best to lose fat and then they're not even looking at what they eat and you're like oh, stop wasting your fucking time. That's what that's anyway. Literally like literally why I'm doing like the sprinting and the running stuff at the moment. Like I keep posting about that because I quite enjoy sprinting and I quite because I know it's like slightly beneficial for my lifting as well more so than hey just going for a boring fucking five k run. I could not be. Like just doing that mundane, whatever. Like I put my little program up and some people will be like, oh, that's a bit complicated, isn't it? But it's not really that complicated. I'm probably doing the same amount of steps, same amount of calorie burn, but I'm just getting a different benefit and a different kind of energy system from it. Because um, I I don't care about running 5K. I never will. Like I did it, what was it? Did you that triathlon thing? Um, I know I can do it, so that's fine. That's all I need to know um yeah mate um speaking of that i'm gonna move on to so you it's more like the the fat lossy nutrition annoying question that you get asked um this wasn't an annoying question it was just a i thought um i guess if rugby strength coach was gonna have that in his little thing it'd be like it's a dumb question i'm not answering it um which is probably this one as well it's it's always an old age there's stuff that recurs around the fitness industry isn't it okay and it's probably for, for, for trainers probably listen to this it's great content um, or people who just want content, just post about this because guess what? The average Joe wants to know this crap. Um, and I think where we've got to a level, we're like, oh, we've got to keep talking about it. Also, Dan's not trying to post to get clients. So that's one of the issues. We just get you back in that mind. We need to take some of Dan's clients. So he has to post some of this stuff, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll like, still get annoyed about oh. it. Don't worry. I'll post about it <laughs> when I've got the energy. Um, so this was um, this was the question in uh, the group. Um, it's actually quite a fun group, too fair. Um, there are some moronic stuff that's, that that gets taught and uh, talked talked about, and it's like anything. It's kind of like UKPT's light. I'd like to refer to it as, um, and my protein won't, won't won't care about me saying that. Um, I'm there as a, a helping hand. They can listen to this show. So isn't it? It's. I don't think this was a, a debate by Clint. Um, obviously, I'd. I'd I'd like tagged him and everything. We would, we would go back and forth and he's incredible. Incredible. I say, Clint, if you ever listen to any of my shows, you're an inc- incredibly positive chap. Everything was met with like, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this guy's like on it. Um, yeah. It was just really not me or Dan. <laughs> and I'm like, gee, calm down, please, please calm down. Um, so it was squat debate. Parallel versus arse to grass. Which is superior and well, why? Wrong straight away. 90 degree ice, eccentric isometric. Oh, of course. Zone. 90 degree eccentric. It's wrong straight away, mate. You know what I mean? uh, with some sort of barbell that's hurting your, your fucking elbows, elbow creases. Doing some, some sort of unnecessary hold with another part of your body as well. Yeah. Like, and a slider and band happening somewhere and a kettlebell hanging off you at some point. Anyway, um, so is Astrograss even needed for full activation? 
right. It got quite a few, obviously, 35 uh, answers. I believe they, it says on, on Facebook now, not comments, it says answers. Uh, yeah, if you put a question mark at the end of what you put, it's a question. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Um, oh. So there's a lot of, like, I kind of agree with the above. Then Chapco Ben kind of outlined the um, oh, the force velocity curve, which is I was, not the force, eccentric and concentric curve. So force velocity, yeah, to isometric. I was like, that's probably a good thing to talk about. So, and I was like, yeah, we can branch out on that. Um, I'm talking about that way. Maybe you probably don't need to go to the bottom if you're looking for a velocity of lift on certain amount of forces, um, especially with the eccentric phase. So get a little, little nugget for you. Eccentric phase lifting, you can probably lift 1.7 times your 1RM. Just, just have a little perspective of that, Okay. So you should be able to, if you can only 1RM squat, Daniel, your 20 kilo barbell, you should be able to get, what would be, what would be 0.7 of that up there? Bit quick mass, 34. You should be able to do 34 kilos just by placing it down. I think better maths is probably 100 kilo back squat. You should, in theory, be able to just eccentrically go down with a 170 kilo back squat. Um, people will be like, fuck off. Um, I wouldn't advise it. That's what the research says. Um, I would probably go maybe do a 120. Um, <laughs> maybe do that and just yeah. slowly go down with it. Um, and then isometrically, you can hold someone like 1.3 or something like that, So, which is understandable. You can just hold something um, instead of the concentric phase, right? Because what our actual 1RM is, your concentric phase. All right, we're on, we're on off on a tangent, Daniel. Um, but the, 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 the question was, what is better parallel or arse to grass and this is just an annoying thing so what is better what is superior and why so kind of there's a lot of i only squat to parallel or i only make let let my clients squat to parallel and I'm like why <laughs> like why why do you only let them squat to there i was like that must be really annoying you know standing there going wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. stop 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 no further yeah. no further. get back up like I'm sorry, what? Like, get Why? the camera out, make a choice. Exactly <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, parallel. Let's get my 90 degree, get the old shoulder statement out. He doesn't even go parallel. Um, nope. I think unless, it's on, out, he does. <laughs> <laughs> unless you are powerlifting, and powerlifting actually has a dictation where the femur has to be pointing down so your hip is lower than your knee. Um, so that's actual thing in the rules for it to be a clean lift. Guess what? So my, my answer was, whatever your client has accessible. It's always relative to them, just like your fat loss thing. What is relative to them for their fat loss? It's, it's always a boring answer. It's like whatever the client has accessible, if they are able to squat ass to grass under load, then let them. If they are unable due to mechanical things, chances are they, or they don't know how, then don't. Whatever's accessible on that day, and there might be different depths for each day. And guess what? Under more load, there is more intensity. Therefore, people will not squat as deep as possible. Um, yeah. And then they were talking about like obviously the bounce out of the uh, the bottom of a squat, um, which is that stretch reflex. Um, and then there was a lot of butt, butt wink chat. Um, and both me and Dan pre. What's what's your take there, Dan? Butt winks. 
No one's ever got injured. <laughs> no, no one's like the biomechanics. Like morons say it's hamstrings, not hamstrings. It's your pelvic tilt in going round. So your anteriorly and posteriorly pelvic tilt, don't you? Um, so you go and dip into what would be a posterior pelvic tilt, and guess what? Nothing happens. Like no. nothing. Spine happen. isn't your spine isn't some rigid steel fucking scaffolding pole that can't move. No. It, it's just are... it's just not loaded in the same way. Like we talk about deadlifts and rounded deadlifts and stuff. You see people doing rounded deadlifts all the time. They don't get injured necessarily doing that, that exact deadlift like time and time again. Some people just do it. I think it just gets blown well out of proportion but just on that as well the other thing is the re- we've talked about this before before coming on about I, we just don't really back squat many of our clients like a, no. a very low percentage of my clients back squat very low and usually it's people that have worked with me for a long period of time or they specifically asked for it and i know that they can probably do it um is that if you can get better range doing a bulgarian squat or doing a standard split squat or doing a front squat or a goblet squat why are you back squatting someone why like if you can get better range in all in those all mo- other movements that whole argument about astagrass or parallel is is a moot discussion doesn't yeah. really make a difference because yeah tom's right yeah you're going to use their accessible range right but if their accessible range is better on a different movement use the other movement like it makes no it makes no sense and i think this is where in in pt it's like everyone just goes to a barbell same with bench press same thing it's like the amount of people who are better off bench pressing with a dumbbell because they're actually going to have much better shoulders for it than the bench but oh yeah but what do you bench bro well why does that matter like i do dumbbells 30s or something like that yeah but what do you bench on like the bench press i'm like well it doesn't make a difference like what i bench on the bench press but that's what people think same with squatting same with deadlifting it's all these things and like i think i just yeah i just find it baffling i just think it's like if you can so with deadlifts for example right i think for me when i program them i'm thinking glutes hamstrings predominantly that's kind of what i want out of them i know if i do a single leg rdl i'm going to get much more glutes and hamstrings from doing a single rdl than doing a normal deadlift off the floor the risk to reward ratio ratio is much higher there's far less chance of any injury right and overall a client is going to benefit more from doing that movement than trying to do a deadlift and maybe getting it wrong and I think that's the whole thing with with this is it's like that question to me, I would say, what, why are you back squatting them? That's the first thing. Why, why are you back squatting yeah, yeah. They want to get bigger legs. Okay, so why don't you look at the Bulgarian squat and leg press instead, for example? Like, like straight away, it's, 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 I know it's answering a question with a question, but the whole back squat argument, it's just, I just find it painful. It's just the, the, the obviously the golden lifts that people are stuck by all the time, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah great. But they're not even the, that the... good, though. They're, <laughs> they're not like... even that good for all that stuff. That's the thing. Yeah, for, we for know, hypertrophy, we now know it's, it's not fantastic. Bodybuilders don't use that sort of stuff for hypertrophy, for example. They don't like they use machines because they it's, know that even, they can get a much better connection. Even on that spectrum, like also sports athletes, people that I hang around with essentially we don't use that stuff we don't back squat people we we split squat no. more than anything yeah. else and we will use a safety bar because we're like all right we don't want the the added shoulder issue that could could happen with a back squat when people don't really realize actually you need to be able to get so much people are like oh this wide thing no wonder yeah you can't even gauge your lats pump that forward um so you bring your chest and rib cage up um, I just find it weird that it's but, such a golden it's like, lift all right, why for is that those golden reasons. Lift? It's just because, just because we want to be powerlifters. Hang on a minute. When did everybody want to be powerlifters? I certainly went through that phase, but I was quickly out of it. I did my meet. I was like, I'm training for a few powerlifters. And I was like, hang on a minute. 
Hmm. What most looks like running and stuff like that, split squatting. All right. Probably, probably good for people on it. Um, you can lift pretty heavy on it as well. And it's safe because I was just like, the one thing, split squat on with barbells as well, in a barbell position, that's just crap. Like, just get two dumbbells. I don't really understand. Like, yeah, you can probably push more load. But I'm, I'm guaranteed two fucking heavy dumbbells that are going to see the same bloody intensity. Uh, it's all going to be, again, relative to intensity on that person. So it's an interesting one. It's just like, yeah, why are you back squatting? Also, ask the grass. I just went in. I was like, to be honest, mate, I was like, I don't really squat anybody posteriorly anyway. Probably the loading is most likely going to be in a suitcase or it's going to be anterior load because I don't want to have this question that you asked, which is, what is better, ask the grass or thing? I'm going to give them more range than they think, thought they had basically, because we know that we can squat deeper with an anterior load. And I get a load of core stuff going on. I was like, and I get this upright rigid position is what we need to create for sprinting technique and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, suddenly the relay's massive. Why do I want to crunch up doing this back squatty thing and risk? So, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So just the transfer is better. Just, yeah. Shouldn't just shouldn't be a question. Shouldn't be a question. Ask the grass or thing, whatever your client has accessible that day. That is it. Dependent on exercise. <laughs> simple as really that. All right. That, um, last thing, Daniel, because we're gonna vaguely talk about this. So Alec, the lovely salesman at PTC, sent me a little uh, thing about the IOPN the international the, the performance uh, nutrition thing. Dr. Lauren Bannock's running another diploma and he named it something else. Um, used to be the ISSN. Dan didn't finish it because he's a bad boy. <laughs> Basically. Really, um, really affected really affected my career, that as well. <laughs> so we're just, an, we're completely biased. Okay. Completely biased about completely. what we're about to say. Um, because we both worked in professional sport. We both interned in professional sport. We both had real jobs in professional sport and we're both not in professional sport anymore. Um, so what we'd like to just justify, because obviously this question I had from Alec was like, have you heard of these guys? Do you think it's a recommended nutrition course? Bear in mind, <laughs> I don't know about nutrition. I know who Lance Bannock is because he, he taught at the same university I went to. Um, I did, I did nutrition in my third year, my bachelor's degree. You wouldn't be able to tell because I'm just down in protein bars and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So absolutely fine. But yeah, I was like, is this going to be good for somebody? Basically, that, that diploma, I said to him, was like, if he wants to work for a governing body, a extremely high-end sports team, um more likely like the BOA, the British Olympic Association, that kind of thing, Sport England, maybe, um, then yes. I was like, if you want to work with the top 0.1% of the population, then do it. If you don't think that's your demographic, so the other 99.9% who are probably going to pay you more money, um, then I wouldn't bother because the prerequisite is bachelor's degree um, and then you have to pay three grand for the course and study for you. Um, so I was like, yeah, 
you might not have to do it as well. And if I'm truly honest, if he wants to, and he was like, oh yeah, he wants to over elite sport. I was like, then crack on. If he wants to do it, he wants to do it. I mean, and he meets the pre and the entry requirements, then go do it. I'm sure it's incredibly good. Um, and I would recommend the sports person to probably have like, go to somebody who's got that kind of knowledge base. Be amazing. But also I've, I, I'm, I'm going to guarantee that people and sports people in elite sport are probably working with people without those higher degrees, etc. I know they are. Um, so yeah, Daniel, what is our basically pro sport or gen pop? What do you want to choose? I mean, yeah, like you say, we're very biased, but hundred <laughs> percent gen pop. Like I just, it's just a complete waste of time. Uh, elite sport for, for me was, was it? Uh, we talk, Do I regret it? I don't regret it, but I think that's a bit of strong. But it was a waste of time, and I wish, I wish someone, if someone was in my position now and had met me when I was twenty, I wish they'd have convinced me and told me and been like, "Look, don't, don't do it. Like, don't waste your time." Um, even to the point where really I did a master's degree just to get into football, so I wasted all that money, wasted all that time. Don't really learn much from it. Um. To, to be now in a position where you know it's it's you help far more people get paid far better for it bear in mind when i like i said when i was at hull i was the first team sports scientist um responsible for a lot of the data a lot of the overarching i suppose um periodization of things training reporting to manager all this sort of stuff i was on like 22 grand a year um and people thinking and I, and I know there were players there who were ostracized from the team and they didn't want to keep in the team anymore on more than that playing with the reserves like a week they're only more like a week and i'm like you're just not valued you're not in any way looked after you do stupid hours the players don't really listen to you that much um a, a small percentage do but they're the ones that will probably seek out their own trainer anyway because they're switched on um and it's all the politics for all that as well it's like i'm sure you get that in all work all walks of life and all sort of working environments um but yeah, for, for me, that was the that was the thing. I was just like, there's just no need for it. And the second, I think within within six months of being in in PT with General Pop, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is what to do. Um, if I, I maybe we should we should probably do a whole podcast on it. What I would tell my younger self, maybe try and get some yeah. people who are looking into that and looking at, at what they want to do. But I, I I I don't regret going to uni. I loved uni. I loved my friends and the socialising element to it. But I can't help but think again, like now with how much it costs, if it's going to cost you 27 grand to go to you, to go to uni and you want to become, and you want to go into fitness world and industry, take that 27 grand and spend it on people who are where you want to be. Don't go to uni. That'll be my advice. Like don't go. It's, um, it, I just think the whole, I think that whole system now is, but I think we were the last generation to really see the benefit benefit from it. I think it's broke the whole system. Um, for that this is again off another tangent but yeah i think especially especially in our sector yeah i say the fitness health and fitness sector it does i feel like you've got time to maybe do that later on maybe if like as we start to have more free time and maybe a little bit more successful and whatever we could probably in theory study part-time now really if we really thought about it um and both me and dan have also said that so both of us got master's degrees we've also We've talked about going, going, both going back and doing a PhD or uh, or 
another master's degree at some point. Um, I still have that in my head, but then I'm like, what am I doing it for? I don't really know. Is it like self-recognition? Is it just, is it just because I want to have the same status as my sister kind of um, basically, I think a vet is still classed as a doctor, which is really annoying. So I need to go get my PhD to be classed the same. Um, so that's just competitive, but is it? Gonna, it's not probably not going to earn me any money. Um, it's probably going to lose me money in terms of the this time I could have spent doing that, and probably have spent on business or course creation, marketing, all that kind of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So just for like, I worked for Brentford uh, Football Club, and also within I don't know, Dan, you might have done this when you uh, you did uh, yeah your masters or your bachelor's, for example, I interned and did projects for certain uh, places as well. So I worked with um, the Lawn Tennis Association for a bit, for like a month and a half on doing some PA there, not PA, performance analysis, biomechanical analysis. Um, Obviously, I worked for Brentford for two years, so did interning and then full-time-ish because I was doing some other stuff as well. Um, and and also, what do we what do we do? Kayaking, British Olympic Association mm. kayaking. Obviously, because that was local, and uh, we did some athletic stuff. That was fun. That was because I got more of a keen interest. But just to bear in mind, when I was interning, I was paid forty pounds a match. Physically, only the time that the match was going on was I paid. And that was forty quid. So you're like, oh, that's great for 90 minutes work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have to get there at least two hours before, set up, warm up, depending on what I was doing. So performance analysis, like match analysis, I was doing a bit of that for Brentford as well as uh, S&C. So they kind of liked, I think they liked me because I could be in both departments a little bit because I had my bachelor's degree in S&C and my master's degree, I was doing biomech and PA um so they're like oh you can do that bit today and then that bit tomorrow and i was like fucking hell basically i've just had two jobs for myself now um Mm. it's probably not a good thing and what killed it for me yeah it was just like right you're getting paid 40 pounds for that match that you got to go there set up the cameras do all that kind of jazz do that and then guess what you have to code the games so for obviously academy level and on like reserve level under 23s, you don't have something that is probably what is quite frequent now in all of those levels. I'm pretty sure Brentford have it in their new stadium, something called ProZone, that's something that codes the game for you. And also you don't really know what the mistakes are. So all those stats that you get from the TVs, um, usually a company called ProZone is using their, probably you might have seen it with the GPS data. I don't know whether they, they kind of yeah, they started to do it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, so you've got like about 20, 17 to 20 different cameras hooked up in the stadium that are looking on the pitch and you basically send it off for them to code the game and coding the game means they divide it into different sections and blah, blah, blah. But that would take me between five and eight hours to code a game. Bear in mind, I paid 40 quid to uh, just do the game. And then I've got that for possibly five to eight hours to code and then present for free. Um, And then having like a manager, um, especially the under 18s manager going, Oh, can we, can we like away day Cardiff? Like I'm not getting paid any more for the away day. Like they just oh. give me a hotel room. Great. Um, yeah. And then that's all day, all night. Um, yeah. And then you come back. So I hated it. <laughs> I was so dumb. Like, 
even though they were, I, like, yeah I, I think i worked i worked out my hourly rate when i was full-time and it was like seven pound fifty an hour it was yeah. and and it's just yeah it just and you still took your homework with you uh, st- took your homework with you Fuck <laughs> took work home with you it's late in it yeah, yeah um yeah, just and it was hard. Like, and I, I remember at the time I had a missus who lived ages away, so I was doing a lot of driving at weekends and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really not all it's made out to be. I think that's the thing is like it's. I think, and, and, and I know people you're... as well who who were like high up, who are high up in it, and it's just so much bootlicking to get there. And it's just like really, like really. I think you really have what to you're do it do? for the for the pride of everything and really wanting to be in that sport and working with elite sport. But as we've said on this show before, and it's definitely starting to crop up even more and even more and even more um, in the NFL. It's starting to, especially oh, in America, it happens already, right? So you've got places like Boyle, Mike Robertson, uh, Bobby Ritt, and all those guys who literally set up like crazy. They, they take these athletes and they train them still, but they're also training jump up. They have best of both worlds. And there's also people over here like Robbie Strength Coach and James Ralph and stuff like that. who's starting to make um, James Moore. And who's the other lad? We should invite him on at some point. The guy who does AJ and uh, a couple of, he's also on tour with Perez. Um, for He does a lot of F1, um, but he's an S&C coach. But Rob Madden. He's also, is it? Rob Madden. Madden thank you. He's Rob here. Madden. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but they've, they've found their niche of like, all right, they've managed to dial into those. They're not associated with any kind of governing body or sports team, or whatever. They're just like, they're their own thing, but they started off doing general population. Rob Madden does a physiotherapy. Yeah. He does ev- like everyday physio and then he'll travel with Sergio Perez and he's his SNC coach. So there is, there are facilities to do that, but they've also gone further in their career from doing a physiotherapy degree, SNC, CSCS, that kind of thing. Um, I think with it as well, like I, like I even had like the, the I suppose the ecstasy of being promoted to the Premier League. Like I remember it. I remember being at the stadium. I remember the day we won. I remember the the celebrations that day. I remember the 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 weeks after that, and uh, you know Steve Bruce taking us out for dinner and taking us to his house and all. The, I remember it all. Really? And it was great, but it still didn't. Yeah, it still didn't like help because you still knew you were being treated like shit the majority of the time. And I think that's where you've got the best of both worlds where you help out a bit and you have a part to play in that. You get the success from it. Like I would, don't get me wrong. I would love to, to help, you know, athletes with their nutrition on a one-to-one basis. Like I do with my current clients. I'd love to be able to go to a game and watch them play and know you had a hand in, in some of the things they do. Um, I know a few people do like boxes and stuff, which again, is a bit more one-to-one. So that is, you literally have a direct influence. So that's cool. And, um, but I don't for one second trade that for wouldn't wouldn't trade working in football now for, for what I have now because I, don't forget as well we used to work Christmas Day we used to work all over the summer we didn't have any holidays you don't have you can't take a holiday like in football you have your two weeks off over the summer three weeks off that's it you get called in randomly all times of the all times of the week and the year yeah. you don't have days off you don't have like every day every Sunday you can't plan every Sunday to do something nice because some Sundays you're training. It's just random days off you get given off. And I think that's the, think, the biggest think, thing is... I think like yeah. in football, like was it last weekend, Jose Mourinho was just like straight after like the West Ham game or something like that. He just took all of the players straight after the game. It was like 5pm. He took them all back to Tottenham and was like, we're going to review the game right now. Yeah. So like, so we did that. We had a game. We <laughs> had a game once. Coach, think about those poor coaches. They have to go. They have yeah. to go with. We, we had a game. We had a game once. We, we lost 4-1. We got beaten 4-1 when we were whole. This was the year we got promoted 4-1. I'll never forget it. And we all we were all sat in the staff rooms. Basically, we had two changing rooms. The, 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 the players one and the staff one. And he'd gone in 
So the manager goes in with like the assistant manager and the coach, and that's kind of it. A physio is a little bit like that. And then there's like the analysis team, sports science, whatever. They're kind of just waiting in that staff room. And you could hear him shouting at the players. And he was just like, you're all fucking shit. You're a waste of fucking time. You're in tomorrow, training tomorrow, first thing, 10 o'clock. And you just saw the physios come out and just went, fuck it. This was a Saturday night, 5 p.m. We just finished the game. Sa- Sunday, we do all, made, all of us have made plans because we just first have a day off. So you do always make plans because you're one day off a week. Change them all. You have to change more. Had to change, and everyone, bearing in mind, when you're working at Hull, no offense to Hull, no players move to live there because it's shit all. Everyone lives <laughs> far away. Everyone, everyone lives in Leeds, Manchester, Nottingham, whatever it was. So I was travel. I was going to travel down to London that weekend, and it, it, that it, to have your life dictated to you because of one result or whatever. Um, it's and, and of course you don't care if you're the manager and you're paid millions a year. You don't give a shit. Of course you can do whatever you want if you know you've not made any plans the next day. You can do it. Guarantee you now. If Steve Bruce had had plans that day, we wouldn't have fucking been training on Sunday. You know, <laughs> it's that whole thing of like, and that's the thing that, that did it for me was it's just that whole that whole element of it. Where again, Jose Mourinho can do that because he's Jose Mourinho and he gets paid where he gets paid, and the players get paid what they get paid. They can't argue. It's the support staff that aren't on that money. That they're the ones because I know I've been in that position. They feel sorry for. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's the that's the thing people don't talk about. People don't people don't talk about. They talk about oh yeah, work with these elite level athletes. It's like yeah, it's good, but once you realise they're just normal blokes and they're just normal people at football clubs, it's like okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I great. think if anybody really wants to go in that route, like. Learn your trade, kind of do a jump up and then start to just create your niche, whatever you want to work I would say, in, really I'd say, go into I it. would say learn your trade for as with gem pop, but I would also also realise how much money you can earn with gem pop. Because I know I know it's not a big driver for everyone, but if you can earn comfortably doing a few hours a week doing gem pop stuff thirty K a year and you go into football and you get offered twenty to do that think just, about it just, just like is it, just is as, it a, as a as a thing like being brutally truthful that's that's exactly what happened with me and i was luckily i was doing some like other stuff biomechanic um for another company just and then martin evans bless him heart like got a hold of me and uh when i was when i was uh, just talking through some like foot biomechanics with uh, old carl wilson and gareth and he was like, what do you do now? I was like, I'm working for, in his Welsh accent. He's like, what do you do now? I was like, I'm working for Brentford. He's like, how much do you get paid? And I was like, this is weird for this random man to be asking him. <laughs> he was like, yeah. well, you probably earned 30, 40K in your first year here. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, what have you got, a master's degree? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. You're easy. What are you on, 20K now? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. Do you want a job? Come in for an interview next week. And I was like, Okay. Um, of course. That's the, I, that's the, that's the I, thing. I, I yeah. never, never thought I'd be working with Gem Pop. I was, I was that guy coming out of uni, going, I'm because I went, I went to the British Olympic Association. I, I was doing my UKCA. I was doing this. I was like, I'm going to work in elite sport. And then my job applications, I went for like LucasAid. I went GlaxoSmithKline. I had uh, bearing in mind, I'd even worked with them. The kayaking, the British Olympic Association, badminton. I had all this. No experience. Not good enough. This crap. Then I had, then I was like at Brentford. I, I still had to do like an hour like presentation for this job that I got paid nothing for essentially. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I remember I gave up I gave up my three summers at university to go and intern for free at Reading. I used to intern all summer for free. I gave up my three summers at university. Reading were the worst. I was that guy. They were the worst. They got they got they actually were. dicked on about five to eight years ago, didn't they? Because they yeah, were HMRC. The worst I had a letter. People. Yeah. 
I had a letter from um, from HMRC, and it was literally about an investigation into both yeah. uh, Reading and Hull as well. Hull was the same. Got investigated for for using interns for for basically their money, and I never got anything right. from it. Yeah. But um, yeah, and and I was that guy as well. I was like, before I even went to uni, <laughs> I was like, the first year at uni, I sat down with that tutor. What do you want to do? I want to do this. I want to be this. I want to be that. Most of my mates were like, I just want to come and get pissed, mate. What are you on about? And I knew <laughs> what I wanted to do, and. It's it's funny looking back, you know. I think that I think that drive is is has got me to where I am now, maybe. But it's been it's been good. But it's um it does make you realise quickly like it's it's just a different world, and it's not what the one you think it is. That's the problem. But anyway, yeah, far, I feel like this is another hour and twenty minutes special. Isn't it? <laughs> it's all right, all right. We'll we'll wind down now. Any uh, any other business? No, no not for okay. me. <laughs> Just filming for the next oh. few days, um, which is lovely. Um, yeah, I get to spend another couple of days with uh, old Gordon. Well, so there are worse people to spend time with, I suppose. He's not are all there? bad, is he? Are there? Are there? Uh, yeah, mm. maybe not. He's Joel Seedman. So. <laughs> Joel Seedman. Joel, Joel Seedman. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. Yeah. My God. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, watch out. I don't know if you haven't signed up for Collective. Go do that. I guess. Um, yeah. If that's the case. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about something else. We we'll go into one of those depth. We'll bring somebody on that's worked in pro sport and have a little roundtable talk as well. Because I'm sure there's probably somebody who's still in it. We could probably bring on and be like, "It's great, Daniel." And we're like, "No, son. Trust me, son. It's not." Um, <laughs> Rob Madden, Mike, come on. Rob, Mike, Rob come on. Mike, come on. Him he's, he's a nice little chap, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so good lad. Also, he's old, old private on Instagram, so you probably can't get on there. Yeah, I think he's he's not big yeah. on the Insta Insta stuff, is he? So nice chap, but he knows both of us, doesn't he? So yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. I think we've got to bring one of the biceps and banter crew on if we're really honest. Oh, waste of time with them, lot, mate. Waste of time. Um, Clueless. Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, we haven't, we've heard of Mike. Right, we've got to bring one of the others on. Right. I guess Jojo needs to come on at some point. And Jimmy, I believe. Just talk forever, mate. Joe would just talk forever. I mean, that's the idea. Get to shut Pod- up. Podcast. Yeah. Good, good for an audio show. So <laughs> she would can, be good, to be fair, for an audio you, show. You can shut up for a little bit. Um, perfect, mate. All right. Uh, no business from me. And we'll catch you next week. See you later.